Hi friends, this is JFET. Whether you're around the corner or across the world, welcome to The Daily Walk. I want you to take a moment today to pause in Jesus and see what new thing could take place in your life. At the end of this podcast, you can download our app, Boulder Church, or visit us online at boulder.church to connect. And remember, we would love to hear from you as we prepare for our messages every Saturday morning on The Daily Walk. Good morning. It's Monday, December 10. Welcome to Daily Walk. I'm Becky de Oliveira. And I'm Japheth de Oliveira. And so let's uh, pray for today. Heavenly Father, just uh, thank you, Lord, for, the, again, the opportunity to be able to start the day fresh, to be able to read your word. I ask for a blessing, a uh, fresh anointing of the Spirit as we dive into the book of Revelation again, as we reflect on, on the powerful passage that we're reading or approaching the throne. And we ask God for uh, application in our lives as we think about this. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, I'm reading again from Revelation chapter 4, verses 8 through 11, today in the New Living Translation, the NLT. Each of these living thing, living beings had six wings, and their wings were covered all over with eyes, inside and out. Day after day and night after night, they kept on saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God, the Almighty, the one who always was, who is, and who is still to come. Whenever the living beings give glory and honor and thanks to the one sitting on the throne, the one who lives forever and ever, the 24 elders fall down and worship the one sitting on the throne, the one who lives forever and ever, and they lay their crowns before the throne and say, You are worthy, O Lord our God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and they exist because you created what you pleased. Okay, I have a question really quickly. They do this more than once. Because the way this is phrased, it's as, it's as if it's a thing that happens over and over and over again. Well, we don't believe in repeating anything ever. <laughs> well, I mean, because if we did, it would, how it would be, frequently be, do they do this? Because this every feels, thirteen seconds, it feels really like wow. Okay, are they ever going to do anything else? <laughs> well, and you know, it feels a little repetitious. Yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah, exactly. I mean, it does say holy, holy, holy. I mean, it does. It does. Well, there are many things yeah. about this passage. You know, I was trying to be polite yesterday. I didn't uh-huh. say anything about it, but like what? <laughs> I know people's reaction to Revelation is often like the wings, you know, Ma- Ma- wings Ma- covered Luther. with eyes. Martin Visually, Luther, because yeah. I picture everything visually, I'm just thinking, what? That's just creepy. I'm pretty sure it was Martin Luther who said it's you not should a good never thing. read Revelation. That's probably, he's probably yeah. wise. <laughs> Said, well, I don't a, know. I'm, I'm not always sure exactly what you're supposed to get out of this. Like, why are there 24 elders? Why are they falling down? Why are there's a lot of why are people so, doing any so of these again, things? Again, I think I think the richness of it is that, and it makes sense a lot more sense to people at the time because no, it didn't be, make any sense to them at because, the time. Are you kidding me? Because this did not make sense to them at the time. They didn't know. They just looked at him and were like, "What <laughs> are you talking about?" Because. Because, because the world that they lived in uh, had beings that had uh, wings no, covered with eyes, on, and that made on. total sense to them. They're like, "Oh yeah, I saw one of those yesterday on my no. way to the post office." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as they lick their their, their lead stamp. Okay, so yeah, explain to me how this because, made sense to people because back uh, in the day. They had um, a lot of the images were common language. Uh, a lot of the what? a lot of the things were shared. Were <laughs> why? Well, here's the thing: like if some if a ruler came to Rome and gave up um, his authority, the first thing he would do is bow down and lay his crown down before Caesar. Okay, that I understand. Right. I'm not, so, I don't have so a problem understanding laying your like crown down. 
down. There are references inside here that's <clears> pulling <throat> from uh, apocalyptic literature in, in Ezekiel. Uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, and so there's references. Because this is actually, this passage, first of all, I guess maybe this would help. Um, this passage in context of all chapter 4 and chapter 5 is about uh, Jesus arriving, uh, the Lamb arriving. It's about the ascension uh after the resurrection, uh, Jesus arriving in heaven into the throne of God. And so this is a, a beautiful moment of everybody saying, who is worthy to, to grab the scroll, to receive power, and, and who's the one who's going to actually take the planet back? And so there's all of these incredible um, beautiful I, I imagery inside here. You're saying that you find I'm, it beautiful. I'm, yeah, I do. Okay. But I, on the other hand, am saying <laughs> that I find it weird. Yeah, That's I, all. I, I, although uh, we sing this. Oh, I know. I I don't have a problem. The lyrics are nice. I recognize the song. That's nice. All right. Uh, I just, having a being with six wings covered with eyes singing it is less appealing to me. That's all. I don't feel like there's anything that bizarre about this point of view. But anyway, what's our question? Yeah, our question is this. When you consider Jesus today, uh, what advice, what advice overflows from your heart that you want to share with a graduate? A graduate? A graduate of what? Of anything. The Culinary Institute of America? Yeah, like somebody who's just graduated. I'm a graduate? Oh, you mean somebody who just graduated? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's actually what uh, I talk about in the Daily Walk. Okay, someone who just, so, not a graduate. So if somebody has not gone on to higher education, would they not get this advice? It has to be a graduate? Yeah. <laughs> Or somebody age 21, 22, what are we, yeah, are we talking let's, more let's, about their uh, age or about the fact that they've graduated? Yeah, if you want to be that. I do. Yeah, and, and yet yesterday you were like, let's accept everybody. And I'm, now, I'm accepting now, everyone, now I just like, want to pin down what we're like talking so about. Well, I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm trying to make it more general. Does it have isn't to be a graduate movie, or is it a, a young person? called The Graduate or something? Of course there is, Dustin Hoffman. Yeah. So not like that. What um, advice would I give to Dustin Hoffman? Don't do that movie. Wow. No, I mean, like, if you're thinking about somebody younger who's just starting their life, so imagine, I guess, 22, 21, that'd be mm-hmm. great. Um, and what advice would you share with them? Oh, advice. Mm. I don't know. I'm not, For one thing, I'm not super into giving unsolicited advice to people. They asked you. Oh, they did. <laughs> yeah, okay, they, they did. came and said, what advice would you give me <laughs> yeah, as did. a young graduate yeah. starting out in life, yeah. wearing my mortarboard hat? Yeah. Um, I don't know, you go first. I'm well, going to think while you talk. I think, I think that um, uh, I think that what I'd want them to do is to make sure that they keep focused on uh, what they believe they're going to do with their life, and when they look back on their life, I want them to be able to say, "Is this is this what life was actually worth?" So, don't lose their friends. Yeah, I think that's important. I think I also their, would suggest don't, don't um, escalate your lifestyle too quickly. Don't buy yeah. things that you can't afford. Don't get used to luxury. Yeah. Um, kind of keep things simple Yeah. and focus on the work out, and the relationships that you're trying to do. And I don't know that I'd go that far, but yeah, I kind of think keep mm. your, your lifestyle scaled down and just don't get used to, to living well, to eating out all the time, to kind of doing things like that. What else would I say? To find things that you can do that you care about and that actually give you some sense of purpose and joy. I think, I think yeah, finding joy in, in simple things of life mm-hmm. uh, rather than trying to only find joy. So always kind of trying to go for the yeah. big. Yeah. yeah, I think you have and to find you, joy in everyday find, like, ordinary. Thing, I think you should, you should um, and I think service, I think people should uh, just, again, not losing perspective about stuff, but uh, reading reading books about 
what people's lives actually meant and what they what they feel like life is actually all about by the time they reach the end of their life is really important. Oh, here's my one. Because you feel like you're invincible. I don't think that you should pay any attention to should. You know, I don't think you should oh, have yeah, a yeah. list of things that you think that you, you have do. to do. Yeah. Oh, you mean no bucket list? Yeah, I, I kind of, well, if you want to have a oh, bucket list, I like then have one. If you don't, I don't think there's any compulsion one way or the other to do that. I think some people feel the need to tick then, things off and some people don't. I don't think you should yeah. have to do anything. And then there's the difficulty is that, you know, obviously generation generationally there are, you know, some broad things that all of them face. But then there are individuals, and so the tension is that it really varies because some people are like, oh, yeah, that would be fine for me, and others are like, well, that would be a really major issue for me. And so I think it, it really becomes uh, something really personal for each person to kind of work out as well. But, but I, I'd, want to, I'd want to make sure that somebody who's graduating from school is really thinking about uh, what they're going to contribute to this planet, to the future beyond themselves. Yeah, and to aim for self-efficacy, like be a person who can figure things out. Be a person who mm. other people come to to ask for how to do things, not the person who's always asking everybody else, uh, where am I supposed to go? <laughs> why do they I've have just that been voice? through, I don't know. I don't know why people who ask that question have that voice, but, I'm pretty sure but they do. Would Siri even respond to that voice? No, <laughs> I've just recently, I was talking to you about this earlier, yeah, yeah. been through the experience where I feel like I'm always the mom. Yeah. Like I'm everybody's mom. Yeah. Like, okay, how is it that I know where to go? So do whatever it is that I did to find out where we're supposed to go. That's all. <laughs> That's all you have to do. I know. Stop asking me. I know. <laughs> Well, uh, yeah. let me repeat the question one more time and then we'll wrap up for today. When you consider Jesus today, uh, what overflows from your heart that you would want to share with a graduate? And, uh, and think about that. Think about what you'd want them to know about God, what you want them to think, know about the life. Um, and uh, share that with uh, your friends. Uh, reflect on that for your own life as well. Uh, look after each other, live love, and we will connect tomorrow. Hey, thanks again for listening to the Daily Walk podcast today. If you remember, if you have any questions, reach out to us online at boulder.church. And if you can help support us, please feel free to give online at boulder.church forward slash give. Until next time, look after each other and live love.